This is Voice First Weekly. Hello, hello. This is Mari from Voice First Weekly. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are right now. I wish you a good day. My family has a history with blindness or almost blindness. My uncle has been fighting a disease that he knows is going to leave him blind really soon. One of my best friends is also blind. Of all our technological advantages today, none of them have been particularly helpful for blind or physically impaired people. Navigating internet for my uncle or my friend is a daunting task. Booking flights, a relatively easy process for you and me, is a long process of calls with operators for them. Now imagine how voice applications could change that. It may be possible that interaction with Alexa, a machine pretending to be a human, especially after missing the evolution of personal computer, can be a dreading situation for them. But every other supposedly obvious technical interface has proved to require some prior knowledge or familiarity. People had to be trained to operate a mouse, for example. Direct control of a cursor was awkward until it became a habit. The touch screen built on the mouse, replacing the pointer with the finger. Its accompanying gestures, flicking through a feed, or pinching zooming a map, or swiping right on a love interest, have come to feel like second nature, but none of them are actually natural. Voice assistants appear to bypass that legacy, offering hands-free operation and new accessibility for those who admire mobility or dexterity. Yet, they still require expertise. The way most of us talk to the devices has been shaped by our interaction with web and mobile search, making it query-like. But for a person that didn't live through that at all, it's a foreign language. Computers and mobile phones are so ubiquitous now that a life without them is a little more painful and certainly, for professional development, hindering. The smart assistants might seem for some unnecessary, for others a glorified QA speaker, but for those that do not have easy access to texting or web browsing, it's not only an answering tool but a facilitator. It allows them to communicate in a modern way and connect with people. And that is probably the biggest benefit of these voice technologies for all of us. I want to finish with a quote from an article that inspired this episode. To live fully means more than sensing with the eyes and ears. It also means engaging with the technologies of the moment and seeing the world through the triumphs and failures they uniquely offer. Again, this episode was inspired by an article in The Atlantic about a son recounting his father's interaction with Alexa. You can find it in this episode's notes at voicesweekly.com slash flashbriefing. That's voicesweekly.com slash flashbriefing. Thank you for listening. We'll talk tomorrow.